Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Inside the Mind of Tracy Chappelle, where we talk about everything that floats around in this beautiful brain of mine. So I was watching some of my favorite YouTubers and they were discussing colorism, mostly because of, you know, the whole OG Evelyn on Basketball Wives situation. And I think my views on colorism is a little more broad than other people's and it's not because I'm a better person or I've I've experienced this better or different life it's because of the background that I have when it comes to colorism so let me break it down to you like this my grandparents on my mom's side my grandfather is dark as night as in like Michael Blackston chocolate. My grandmother was white passing. As in some of her siblings cut off the family because they wanted to pass as white and went off to marry white people and have white babies. My grandmother was white passing. So they had a melanated rainbow coalition of kids 12 of them to be exact so they had a ton of just mixed shade children on my dad's side I never unfortunately got to meet my dad's parents because by the time I was born because I am the baby they had passed but based off the pictures that I see of my grandparents my granddad was around like Morris chestnut complexion and my grandmother was Native American passing she, she looked to you know based off her appearance she would pass for a Native American my my father did tell me like yeah there was some Native and they used to be able to go onto a reservation and all this kind of stuff um, but then she also you know her dad was black So that's my dad's parents. So my two parents are both a few shades darker than me. Like Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade kind of complexions. Um, And then I am, of course, just a little brighter than both of my parents. Um, But I'm also the baby. So I have older siblings who are lighter than me. I have older siblings that are darker than me. I have a sister who is Hispanic passing, as in People come to her and speak Spanish, and she's like, I I have no idea what you're saying because I I don't speak Spanish. I took French in school. No idea what you're talking about. Um, And then I have some brothers who are chocolate. And it just varies. I have a sister, another sister who's chocolate. I have another brother who's about my same complexion. I fall in the middle. Um, you can look at my thumbnail and see my complexion. But um, let's do it like this. I am a 390 Infinity, if that helps, you know, anybody who does makeup or anything like that. That is kind of the shade range, the tone that I am, which I am not the darkest. I am not the lightest. I'm just smack dab right there in the middle. So because of just the ranges of melanin that I see on a daily basis within my family like my immediate family let's go with 
my niece, who's only like two years younger than me, is married to a white man. And her kids are white passing. As in, people asked her if she was babysitting her own children. The ones she gave birth to. That is how white passing her children are. I have another little nephew who looks 100% like the little cutest little, little, little Hispanic little nugget. He's adorable. But people tell me, I was like, like I was kidnapping him or something. I was like, no, this is my nephew. And they're looking at me like, yeah, your girl, whatever. But we just range and we have such a wide spectrum. And it is because my grandparents on my mom's side gave us these beautiful genetics to be any shade in the rainbow. Because she was so light and he was so dark. So it gives us the genetic ability to make children of any color. So for me, like I said, having a first-hand representation of just a melanated rainbow of people in my immediate family, I see colorism in places that I easily pick up on because my siblings are like, oh, that's colorism, that's this, that's that. And then I... Then I'm like, mm, oh, that's not colorism. That's you're just an evil bitch and nobody likes you. Like, so I, I'm able to see and discern what I, what I personally envision or am able to see as colorism. Again, let me say this clearly. I am not taking away from anyone else's experience and what they feel they have been endured to have to deal with when OG said Evelyn is a colorist 100% well let me say this better because OG didn't say it when OG said there's colorism within the group yes when OG called Evelyn out for it I 100% agreed when she called Shawnee out I 100% agreed when she called Kristen out I was like oh girl I can't give you that one 100% I can't just be like ooh Ooh, girl. Ooh, I give you that 100. I can't do that one when it comes to Kristen. So when it comes to Kristen, I looked back at their initial interactions. And their initial interactions from the jump have not been positive. And in OG's released audio, she went on and was having a conversation about Kristen. And they talked about the first time that they interacted with each other, which was season seven. It was like episode three or four, somewhere around there. And they talked about, you know, them first meeting and them not getting along. And Kristen explained to her, you were three hours late. I was aggravated. And then when you came in, you started butting into a conversation that had nothing to do with you. And it irritated me more. And then OG politely decided to tell her that, hey, you know what? You didn't have to be there. You didn't have to pick up those shots. You just wanted to check. You could have left. Well, I mean, I guess, OG, by that standpoint, you could have done the same thing. You could have not shot certain things with certain people because, you know... <laughs> It was all about a check. 
if it's good enough for Kristen, it needs to be good enough for you. Y'all need to, you know, be a little equal there. But in that conversation, it again just affirmed what I had already thought. It had nothing to do with the way OG's skin tone or her complexion. It, it had nothing to do with her features. It had to do with the fact that you are three hours late to work. It is very frustrating and it's inconvenient and it's disrespectful to the people who showed up to work on time for you to be three hours late and then for you to say oh well you didn't have to be there because it was my party and you didn't know me you could have just picked up another shot you just wanted the money oh, okay that type of attitude because that's the same type of attitude that I picked up from that episode explains why this person doesn't like you it had nothing to do with the way you looked it was the interaction that the two of you had and it just continued to spiral throughout you know the season or seasons and now you're to this spot so I can't just give it to her 100% for Kristen and say oh she doesn't y'all don't like each other because you know she's a colorist I can't give you that one girl I can't um because when I hear colorism, I hear, you know, just the standard, you know, definition. Oh, this person doesn't like me due to the color of my skin. That's colorism. Like, I'm treated better or worse depending on the color of my skin. No, she wasn't treating you better or worse depending on the color of your skin. She didn't like you because you was three hours late. And that's annoying. And then you were very dismissive about it. Because even on her recording, she didn't feel a need to apologize. Or she didn't say, but I apologize to you guys for being late. All she did was justify why she was late. Which was, she was having car trouble. And then continued on to tell her, well, you shouldn't have been there. Because you didn't know me. You just wanted the money. I am a person that values my time. Time is money. My time means something to me. So having me sit there for three hours waiting for you when this was your scene to get to meet all the ladies is a problem. It is very disrespectful that the person who was late didn't see it as a problem and they justified it by saying, hey, well, you didn't have to be there. You could have made your money someplace else. Heffa, we both at work. We both could have made our money somewhere else. For that same fact of the matter, OG, you didn't have to show up to every scene that you did because, you know, technically, y'all weren't friends. Y'all had nothing to do with each other. Y'all... You didn't have to show up to your scenes either. It's not okay. And I think that's where my frustration with OG lies. When it specifically comes to Kristen. No one else. Just OG and Kristen. They had a real reason not to like each other. Although it started off petty and just escalated. But they actually had a reason not to like each other. And then it just continued to spiral on. So that is why I can't give OG the, yep, colorism, 100% done. 
I, I can't give her that just because of that. I would love for the show to be over and never come back again. I mean, if it never graces my TV ever again, I will be okay. I also have not watched this show in a long time because it is toxic. They are just they are just terrible versions of adult women. It's horrible to see. It's a poor representation of adult women and I just hope this show doesn't come back. But okay you guys, so I want to pose the question to you specifically about Kristen and OG. Do you feel that it was colorism? Do you feel that it was featureism? Or do you feel like they didn't like each other, so they just continue to go at it, and this is where they've ended up? Drop down, let me know. Message me, drop it in the comments. And until next time, bye.